Hey, patrons, this is your bonus episode 268. Uh, hello, welcome. Uh, since the zine went out yesterday, this is the second in the series called About a Bed. $10 and up patrons, you'll be getting one in the mail. Let me know when you get it, and let me know if you don't get it. Um, that's also important to know. And um, $5 people, you can download it, and there's music that goes with it, and a great thing. It's on uh, Patreon under, if you're listening to this from the future, you can just go <laughs> to uh, the exclusive downloads featured tab, and you can download it there. All right, so um, I'm just going to read the story. It's super early. just woke up not long ago, still getting my coffee in, but I thought it'd be fun to just share the story in a, in a low-key casual way. Uh, a little note, I'm moving this week and it's kind of a complicated situation, so it may be a week or two before I get back to podcasts. I'm going to do my best not to do that because I have a lot of interviews ready to go, uh, so it will, I'm going to try to make it happen. All right, so here we go. About a bed. I arrived in New York City with, on New Year's Day 2007 with just the suitcase I carried on the plane from the commune in Georgia, but that's a story for another time. I stayed with my sister and brother-in-law for the agreed-upon three months, plus the additional three months it took me to still not find a reasonable income, but instead, an arrangement with my friend Eve. Eve is a composer and now dear friend who needed someone to watch her West Village apartment for the summer in exchange for a small room with a little window that looked out over 6th Avenue. It worked out perfectly, because although my sister and her husband were hospitable and patient AF, I'm pretty sure I was wearing out my welcome. After that summer at Eve's place, I found my first legit, I'm paying for it myself, I have a roommate, and we are splitting the bills in everything apartment in Jersey City. This was also the place where I had to buckle down and buy my first New York City bed. When I left Houston, I was so overwhelmed by the idea that I was abandoning my lifelong hometown for New York City, with a four-month stop at a Christian intentional community in rural Georgia, no less, that I spent my last month binge-watching The Office and eating fast food until maybe three days before I was supposed to move across the country. I looked around my full apartment and thought, oh, fuck, I have to do something with all this shit. I talked to the maintenance guy at the apartment complex behind my Montrose duplex and asked him if any of his tenants might need some of my stuff. That afternoon, a ragtag assortment of people came in and picked over my belongings, clearing most of them out, including my bed. I stood there telling people, yes, yes, I, I really mean it. Take it. It's free. Just get it out of here. It was a nice bed with a great story behind it, but uh, that's another tale for another day. I bought a new bed at Sleepy's, which felt like a real New York thing to do at the time. The bed was delivered, and I slept on it in Jersey City for about eight months until I fled, realizing that the neighborhood was neither up nor coming as the realtor had promised. I moved that bed to Brooklyn with a guy I hired on Craigslist. He managed to cram all of my belongings into a pickup truck with about 25 bungee cords and a prayer. The new apartment had a little sleeping loft that was just right for me and my bed, and we stayed there for a good seven years. I had to move rather hastily into my next temporary place, a room in a shithole I now refer to as the Clonopin Castle. From there, I landed in a pretty sweet basement apartment that sometimes flooded, but holy shit, what a great deal for a big place I could live in by myself. Luckily, my bed survived the occasional floods and made its way down the street to where I live now with my super cool roommate and my cat, Tigger. This bed. I love it. It's the place where I read and surf Facebook till way too late at night. It's the place I've recovered from illnesses and two surgeries. The place I swiped endlessly on Grinder, Scruff, or OkCupid, thinking it was time to open my heart until giving up, shutting off the phone, jerking off, and going to sleep. I sobbed in that bed more deeply and primally than I knew I could in the weeks and months after my mom died, and it's the place I realized that her death could also remind me to cherish being alive. So many nights of sleep and sleeplessness and longing or blocking all of it out, alone. 
All of these nights and years of singlehood, while just out of sight was the nagging question, you know, you're a grown man. Isn't it sort of weird that there has never been someone in this bed with you? Until tonight. It's been three months and a couple weeks since our first date. I realized last month, though, that you might not need to know that I keep track of this, so I'm glad I didn't mention to you the fact that this anniversary is repeating indefinitely every month on my iPhone's calendar. So unless you're keeping track too, I'm the only one who knows that the anniversary just passed 14 days ago, and that the next one is only about 16 days away. Yeah, you don't need to know that I'm thinking that much about this. The point is that we're here. You're in this bed with me, and it's the first time I have had another body here besides my cats. It's so beautiful and foreign, just like the place I carved out for you in my atrophied heart. The heart that peers at the light of love with squinting mole-like eyes that cannot bear the burning light yet craves its stinging rays. Every yes, every no, hurl me into a disaster of light and dark and all of this shit that makes no sense because this is the core of everything, right? But this isn't that. This isn't the ghost that broke our hearts before this moment. This is not last month when I walked down 2nd Avenue sobbing with no idea why. This isn't the misunderstood texts, my anxious sleepless nights over made-up failures, or whatever it is that you go through that I have yet to know. This is here, upon my sheets, these clean ones I put on today for you. The wrinkles, the drool, the crusty eyes, the skin on sweaty skin, and this warmth I feel from you that melts the other shit away. The closeness of your morning breath and how it reads as sweet because it's part of being with you. This is waking up in moments through the night still clung like baby monkeys, you kissing my face in your sleep. This is you and me and how our bodies feel, slack and prone. Tomorrow I'll be here alone. Your memory will lie next to me and I'll cradle the remains of you. I will toss and kick and curse the day I cracked my calloused heart to make a space for you. I love this raw, honeyed openness, but when you're away, it oozes from my chest with nowhere left to land. I don't know how to contain its runny-sweet madness, so it pours out upon these sheets in late-night sessions of wonder and projected despair. Were you here at all, and are you here when you're gone? And how can I ever be alone now that you have held me in your arms? Those nights I lie entombed in viscous, sickly sweet too thick to breathe. But now... You are here, and so am I. My honey sweet finds its place, collides with yours, and we are one. One of two, still one. On these sheets, your hand in mine, our legs entwined, and we are not alone for now. This is just this moment, and this breath, and this peace. <laughs> this bed, I love it. It's the place where I read and surf Facebook till way too late at night. It's the place where we slept together, and I found some new space in my heart. This bed might be too small for me now. That's the story. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this. And uh, oh, it, for some reason, the end of it really felt emotional to me in a way that never did before. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy your zine. And um, let me know when you get it. And feel free to share about it on social media. Just don't share the story itself. You can share the picture, like you can share a picture of it, or, you know, I would love that. Uh, so thank you.